What up, what up? It's D&D Podcast. Back in effect again. Oh, man, what got going yeah. on? <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez, what was that about? Sure, I'm here. Yeah. What up, Nels? What's happening with you? We got a good show ahead of us. I'm chilling, man. It's been a decent week. I can't complain. I mean, it ain't Texas, so I definitely can't complain. I feel bad for people out there. Oh, yeah, Texas is getting, it's getting hammered. My homegirl says she ain't had power since Sunday. So we're real out oh. there. I don't yeah, know. I feel bad for Texas. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't know how she's doing it because she's been on Facebook and Instagram, but she ain't had no power. How the hell is she charging her phone, keeping the phone popping? They gotta make sure they get that in. That's that's, a, that's uh, more important than that. Some fucking light. I'm gonna go get this goddamn phone charged <laughs> so I can uh, tell people that I ain't got no lights. <laughs> like she's literally been on there like constantly. I'm just looking like I didn't think about it too early today. I was like, wait a minute. How the hell are you keep your phone charged? Like, what are you doing? Maybe she got a bunch of power bank joints. When she got that joint saved and had that shit stocked up and ready. Uh, you know, motherfuckers was going to the car, charging that shit up, sitting in the car, charging it up just so they could tell everybody the news, man. You got to go. Listen, you know how it is today, man. You watch call. No matter if somebody's getting robbed, you have to break out your phone. Don't help the person. You have to make sure <laughs> you keep the person getting robbed. We have to tell the people about everything that's going on. You can be in the funeral, and you can be like, yo, I'm standing next to the body. I just got to tell people that I'm at a funeral. It's not about what's the actions. It's not about having no lights. It's about telling people that I have Letting no lights. people know that's you ain't got no lights. <laughs> you got to tell people. It's not about the action that's going on. You got to tell you. See somebody getting shot? You got to make sure you pull out your phone. Don't, don't call nobody. You got to make sure you show that somebody's getting, getting shot. shot like, oh, snap, yeah. bleeding. Look at him yeah. bleeding, yeah. He bleeding. He on the floor. Yep. But make sure you you can't call no cops or nothing. You have to make sure that you are there for the taping. You got to do the taping. Oh yeah, everybody want to be part of it. Yeah, that works. People crazy, it's absolutely insane. But it's the world we live in. So my guy, I had to talk to you about this. I meant to. I wanted to do a a bonus episode last week after I heard this uh, conversation. So. There is a circle and a group of people who are saying now that after getting his seventh ring that Tom Brady is the greatest athlete of all time. Not the greatest quarterback, not the greatest football player, but the greatest athlete of all time. What's your take on that, Pony? I humbly disagree. I humbly disagree. <laughs> and this is the reason why. We got this lady that happens to play tennis that happens to, in my opinion, be the greatest athlete of all time. Um, now, is Tom, Brady, is Tom Brady great? Without a doubt. No question about it. Not not even, not even, nobody can discredit his greatness. It's just not, it's not possible. But to say he's the greatest athlete of all time, I'd be hard-pressed to say that. And the reason is this. People win Super Bowls that are not great quarterback. This is what people need to understand, right? People yeah. win the Super Bowl 
that are not great quarterbacks that happens all the time. Trent Dilfer comes to their brain. <laughs> Trent right? Dilfer. Right? Yeah. For the Ravens, why that happens is because they also have great defenses. Yes. Tom Brady plays the most important position in, in the sport. So, without doubt, without a doubt. But we also know, and this was a saying for the longest, that defense wins championships. That's right. I didn't make that up. Yeah. I heard it. Right? And so every time he's won the um every time he's won the Super Bowl, he's had a top five or top ten defense on the other side of the ball for him. Yes. So for him to be the greatest, I will beg to differ, and that is the reason why. Because when you're playing a sport, you do need something else. You need some other attributes. Like Michael Jordan is probably to me, to me, the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. And to me, again, I know people are gonna be like, Oh, LeBron and and some people are gonna say Kobe or whatever, whoever, Will Chamberlain or whatever. Well Bill Russell, I would say Will Chamberlain. Bill Russell. Yeah. But to me, I think Michael Jordan in his in his prime play and he was a savage. I, I didn't have to watch the documentary, which I did, to see, to know that this guy was a savage. I just, you you know Michael Jordan was a savage when you're a kid and you get upset you get upset at your team for not hurting that player. Like you're like, why nobody trying to hurt this guy so we can have an advantage? Like put your your crappiest player out there, clothesline this guy so yeah. we can have a chance. You understand? Definitely. Uh, you used to stay saying like, hey man, somebody on the bench gotta have six files to give. And then <laughs> I, I used to I used to pray for Michael Jordan not to play the game like he gets sick or just I didn't want him to be injured for the rest of his life. I just didn't want to see him when he came to my team, right? And I say that to say that he did that with you know with a, a good team. Obviously, Dennis Rodman was great. Obviously, Scottie Pippen was great, great players, right? But Serena's out there doing it by herself. Whatever happens happens on her own. That's it. It's just it's just her. You have to rely on her. If she does, if she's trash, she's trash. If she's great, she's great. She's the greatest player to me. He's the greatest athlete to ever play the game because she's playing a sport where she is either totally responsible or she's totally responsible for either she win or lose. That's just what it is. You one person go out there and win a game. When it comes to football, as much as I love football, and it's my favorite sport. You can get over with a good defense. And I've seen it plenty of times in my oh, lifetime. Yeah. I so, mean, there's no I don't I don't see how despite his abilities, despite him playing the position he plays, and despite his age, he's not the greatest athlete. I mean athlete in companies way too much stuff, because your speed, your agility, your strength, it, it's just too much to go along with calling somebody a total athlete and saying that he's the greatest athlete of all time because he played the position at his age and nobody else ever did at his age. Like you said, you have Serena, who's a monster. Like, she came back from having a baby and was still whooping everybody ass. Like, I don't, I don't, I see why some people may say it. I see where they get it from. Because he is a great quarterback, he is a great player, and he has to be some form of athlete to compete at the level he does. But the greatest athlete of all time, when you have the Serena Williams, you've got the Floyd Mayweathers, 
the uh, Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard. You have all these people who played sports where you got your body towed out the frame and they were still doing it, still out there winning and winning titles and championships. And Tom Brady's not going to get hit every play. He plays the entire game. He may get hit about 10, 15 times. These dudes is getting punched in the face on a regular every fight. And they still up there in age, still winning titles. Muhammad Ali took three years off, came back, and still won another championship. So there's, there's no way that you can tell me this dude is the greatest athlete of all time. I just can't see it. doesn't make sense wow. to me. I can't. <clears throat> it doesn't add up to me. It's just absolutely insane. Well, you know what it is? It's because uh, we all prisoner of the moment. Yeah, We're that's true. Of the moment. If somebody, yo, we could watch a football game. Someone win two in a row. All of a sudden, these guys are going to the Super Bowl. It's like Owen oh, did two in a row. This is the Super Bowl. They're a Super Bowl run, right? You watch basketball. Somebody's on a five-game win streak. Oh, my God. These guys are definitely going to make it to the final. And not to count that they lost six in a row, but now they won five in a row. And all of a sudden, these guys are definitely going to make it to the final. We're yeah, they be like they, uh, they've turned the corner. They're putting it together. Yeah, they're putting it together. Get the hell out of here. They're going to lose another six in a row. It's just what it, but we are prisoner in the moment. So Tom Brady, deservingly, he deserves all the discredit that he gets. The guy won seven Super Bowls. He's won more Super Bowls than any franchise. Franchise, huh? Which is absolutely insane. Other- That's crazy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's not easy to win a Super Bowl. I can, I totally get it. But we're just not going to sit back and act like Michael Jordan didn't win six. We're not going to act like Bill Russell didn't win, like, what, ten? We, we, we're not act like, we're just going to act like those those numbers don't count. Like, these numbers don't count. So many of these other people... Serena, I don't know. She got some wild number, like twenty. Yeah, she got some wild uh, Grand Slam numbers. It's crazy. I'm gonna say a number, and I know I'm probably wrong, but it's like twenty-eight Grand Slams. Some wild. You <laughs> might be spot on with that. <laughs> but it's in the twenties. I don't give a damn. It's as a two in front of it, right? But as a two, no matter how you slice it, it has a two in front of it, and she has won these, and she's been the greatest person to ever play but we act like that doesn't exist like if Serena wins tomorrow right do we put her in do we say oh she has to be the greatest athlete we never do that we didn't say that after 20 we didn't say that after 21 we didn't say that after 22 nobody said that stuff he just said oh man she's on fire no she's not on fire she's the greatest athlete to ever play any sport it's just I'm not any sport because she don't play football she don't play basketball whatever like that but what I'm saying is that she dominates her sport yeah, her phone, and at yeah, a young age she was doing it. Yeah, she was killing so, him at a young age. She was she was dominating. That's what I'm saying, and and no disrespect to Tom Brady because he played in our division. Me, me, and yeah, we we just division. Yeah, so we just ran. So it's not like we don't watch this guy constantly. We we don't know nothing about his greatness. We uh, we seen his greatness every single time we watch the Jets and the, and the Patriots play. And then we've seen them do great this year. But at the end of the day, I've watched teams, I've watched plenty of teams win with great defenses. And the, the quarterback was not even up to par in the damn game. Yeah. So 
for anybody to say like, oh, he's just been doing it alone. He's just been throwing it to himself. He's been playing defense. He's just been doing all this stuff. He's scored all the touchdowns. It's just what he does. And it's not the case, yo. It is not the case. No, nah, not at all. And nah, I'd say this. Go ahead. No. When I seen him when I seen him turn over to super greatness is and I know I'm down here in Georgia, but when he came back against the Falcons, I was like, Oh, this guy I already knew he was on another level, but Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. Like but it was also mistakes that the Falcons made. Oh, you're about you to say man? that was uh that was all on the coaching staff of the Falcons. I mean he did a good job at bringing the team back, but like them dudes stopped running the ball, they was passing every down, like, what are you doing? Yeah, the stuff that has happened in his career that has that has also uh, helped him get to where he's at. Again, never taking anything away from him because I already know he's a he's a phenomenal great quarterback, uh, and, and I, I would probably say the greatest quarterback because of the stuff that he's accomplished. But I can't say like there's millions of sports and you name Floyd Mayweather. Like people don't like Floyd, but at the end of the day, you got to respect the guy was undefeated. Yeah, it's not easy to go out there against other person that's trying to kill you. <laughs> they're trying to kill you. <laughs> this is what the other person is trying to do, like, and and to win all the time, or 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 like I guess, like I said, Bill Russell. I know some people probably listening don't even know who Bill Russell, but if you if you look up, just don't you don't even, I don't even want you to go and look up his stats. Why don't you just go look at a just put in Bill Russell and rings, and then you can see him yeah. with all his. Rings. That should just show you, like, oh, this guy's got to be good too. Yeah, that dude's got killer rings, and he got the end. Then he win like eight of them straight. Yes, it's, I, Jeez. I just can't agree with it. I see where people are coming from, and I know we're prisoner at the moment, but not, nah, not, I can't agree with that. Now the Brady, narrative, I, the narrative I will start is that Tom Brady is the LeBron James of football. I can go. I'm with that. Meaning I'm this. With, this dude, every team, not every team, because he's only been on two teams, but every year he recruits all the best players, even if they got troubles, even if they got issues. If you're a top player and you're a free agent, he's going to get you on his team. So he's okay. always got a killer crew. Anytime he wins a championship, he always has a killer team. He had a killer team a couple of years when he didn't win a championship because that year when they went undefeated, he had a killer team. But he's always going to recruit players to come play with him, which shows you that it is a team sport and he can't do it by himself. Like this year, he ended up getting Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. He got Rob out of retirement, got Leonard Fournette. Who else did he bring over? He brought over a defensive player. He brought like two def- defensive players. Like He built his championship team. He is the LeBron James of football when it comes to recruiting and wanting the best players on your team. And when he was in New England, what he, he had Randy Moss. He kept bringing people over to him. So I'm not buying that whole uh, greatest athlete of all time. No, listen here, man. When people probably listen to this, uh, Serena Williams today. We're we're taping this uh, prior to the week that you're probably listening to this, right? And Serena Williams is already in the semifinals in the Australia uh, in the Australia Open. Oh yeah, she's playing against the um the young chick. Yeah, she's playing against the um the Asian lady. Yeah, oh um Osaka. Osaka, yes. And if she beats her, 
she'll obviously, you know, that's what she'll make it to the finals and then uh, hopefully she'll take it. Like, I don't know when are we supposed to, as a, as a sports fan, all of us, to just acknowledge her greatness. Like, the lady is, I, I, I don't know, again, I don't know how many open, I don't know how many uh, Grand Slams she won. I don't know none of that stuff. I, I don't know. I think it's something like 28, if I take a guess, right? See, I look at this. Uh, 23. You hit it right on the head. 23, dude. Okay. And, and and the crazy thing is, so we're just going to ignore that she had a baby and she's also 39 years old. So we're going to ignore that yeah. she's playing against that are like, what is this? The, the Jamaican song, playing girls half her age. That, she's <laughs> 18-year-olds, yo. 18. Kids. People just barely out of out of high school, like, and she's dominating, dominating. So we, we as sports fans, all of us, me, you, anybody that just watch sports, we just ignore the greatness that she is. Like we we're, we're bugging. Either we're being, either we gotta we gotta come to uh, to the realization that we're being sexist, or we just not gonna we're not gonna respect the, the game of uh, tennis. It's one of the two. That's one or two. It's probably it's probably a little bit of both. I would say it probably has a whole lot to do with uh sexes. Cause people are gonna say one thing gonna say, oh man, she's a female, so she's probably the greatest female, but she can't compete with a man. And the other's gonna say, man, it's tennis. They don't get hit, they don't get touched. They just gotta be able to hit the ball and run back and forth. But if anybody has ever like, did you ever pay attention to tennis or look into it? Like when they hit those, when they be serving it, that joint be going like ninety five miles per hour. 101, I've seen 101, I've seen 100. How quick your reaction time has to be to swing your racket to hit a 100-mile-per-hour ball coming at you? You, you, know, you know, that's crazy that you mentioned that because you know what else? People throw, they're like when they have to throw something, 101 miles per hour, baseball. And when they do that, just to throw a ball 101 miles per hour, people lose their mind. They can't wait. <laughs> oh, they have this whole marker on the thing. The the, the whole marker turns red yeah. over a hundred. What was this crap? And she's just going ballistic on the tennis court. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, again, to me, to me, that's the greatest athlete. She's just, I mean, like you said, it has a whole lot to do with like her age. It just It's just the, all the factors together just, display pure greatness and I don't know how anybody is not paying attention to it, recognizing it or accepting yeah. the fact of the skill level she possesses. I'm telling you, we have to, it's either sexism or we just don't respect as people, we don't respect sports unless someone's doing it in football, baseball, or in basketball. If, we're not, if they're not doing it in those three sports and we don't respect it. Like, oh yeah, Definitely. No, that's for sure. People do not respect. Those are the only three sports everybody like 100% respects and 100% gives their all to. Now, UFC is coming up on the rise. We're not coming up. UFC has been on a steady rise and been respected by a lot of people for a long time. But those are the three major sports. Like if you do one of those three, you'll always be in the in the conversation of being the greatest athlete or the best athlete or the sportsman of the year and all that other and all the other jazz. But Oh, that that tennis thing, yo. Serena's a Serena's a different a different beast. Yeah, and we're just basically giving everyone a different outlook on how we feel about the stuff. At the end of the day, that neither one of us said Tom Brady's not phenomenal, yeah. not great. Because 
we would be lying if we didn't say he was great. That we again, we played. We was in a we had a team where he was in the division with our team, watching them smack up our team every damn time. It was ridiculous. So we know his greatness. It's just that to say that the greatest. I mean, we got to we got to slow down. I, I will go as far as to say right now that he's the greatest quarterback. I will go as far as to say that. Like, you know, it's hard-pressed not to say that with his accomplishments. I, I, yeah. I can say the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. And that's nothing to sneeze at because there's been hundreds of quarterbacks or, you know. Yeah, it's been games of but I wasn't a fan of his, of that, or even that, saying he was the greatest quarterback until this year. This year I was like, all right, well, he went to a whole other team and he still got busy, so. It's got to be him. It can't be the team. It can't be the system. But for a long time, I was like, man, it's just the system. It ain't him. But after this year, it's like, all right, yeah, this dude does. It is him. <laughs> he does get busy. Dude, yeah, he, he can't yeah, fight he it was, no more. I, I swear, man. I will give him that. When we start going to, like, he's just the greatest, period, do we walk into earth. If you pick <laughs> up a baseball, he's going to be great. Right? Yeah, come on now. We got to calm down. Calm down. Greatest football player, I'll go with that. Greatest quarterback ever to play the game. I'll give him that. Uh, we're bugging out when we start saying greatest athlete. When we just start ignoring people that are doing other things in other sports that are, are even more phenomenal. Yeah. He's tripping. But, um, again, again, before we continue, Serena's 39 years old. He's only four years younger than Tom Brady. Let's, let's be real. Like we, we oh, everybody's always like, but he's forty three. Yeah, but somebody's only four years younger. Let's be real. So four years younger, and been, I've been an athlete longer. Yes, exactly. Absolutely crazy. So, um, have you had a chance to check out this uh fan control football league thing? I've seen uh, Johnny Manziel. I did see uh. I've seen a clip with Johnny Menzel, and I believe it's down here. Is that correct? I don't know where it is. Like, I haven't been I've, – I've looked at like, the highlights and all because it's on Twitch, and I don't have Twitch or even really know what the hell Twitch is. But it's odd. It seems like it's a mix between that XFL foolishness that they tried at one time and, like, regular football. It's real wild. They say you, you fans control the league. Fans tell who to yeah. draft and who to play and what plays to run. It's rather wild. Some dudes from it's two dudes who own the arena football league, and when they own the um, team in the arena football league, that's what they did. They put the the whole thing online and had fans picking the plays in the middle of the game. Yeah, so, I, I did see it. it was, uh, and they don't even, and, and there's no real team like you. That, uh, I think the fans put the teams together. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, man. I was looking at it. I'm like, this is just a little. For me, I think it's a little too much. I think it's a little too gimmicky. I don't see it uh, lasting, but for so long because, like I said, we we um we live in the moment. So it's real cool right now because it's just popping off. It's just going crazy. But then after a while, people are like, all right, time to move on to the next thing. Yeah, it's uh, like you said. I believe that they uh. They let the fans choose the, the, the players that are going to play or some craziness, and I believe the fans also choose the players, like you said. Um, and it's why, like, I think I don't think that it has staying power, but I, God knows I could be wrong. Shoot, um, but I, I also believe it's a wild idea, and it's to get people involved 
and choosing to play because everybody thinks, man, I play Madden, man. I know exactly what y'all need to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I could be coaches, easy peasy. I think this is for this is a great way for them to be able to interact with some kind of football and see if they have an impact on how things really go because everybody swears that they could have made a better you know coaching play than the coaches that are actually doing it. Um, so I, I don't have you know this is a good like this is good something to just something different. You know, it's always weird. It's always uh, when something's new, you're like I don't know. I like the, the old stuff has been working forever. I don't see any new things that'll work. So I'm not going to dismiss it, and it is kind of uh, uh, kind of gimmicky. But I did see them in the arena type field. I saw that, and um, people did love arena football. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that people are going to get a chance to interact, I mean, get a chance to make the plays and all that kind of stuff like that, uh, do all that stuff. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see that. You know. I, not for me. I'm just too old school for regular NFL football. I'm way too old school to be like, oh, I'm about to go on Twitch and choose a, a counter up the middle. Nah, I don't care nothing about that. Yeah, and I, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, it's for the new age uh, individuals. It's for the people who play Madden online. It's for all those folks because, like, what um what old head or what like football enthusiast is going to go download Twitch or? buy Twitch or whatever you got to do to get Twitch and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick a play right quick and be picking plays constantly. After a while, you're like, all right, this is – I got time for this. I don't, I don't, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not part of this. And it's only like four teams, so it's not even like no loyalty based off of your home city or your home state or anything like that. It's like four teams. Like you said, it's a it's no, I don't think anybody is committed to a team. I think like maybe one person is committed to a team and everybody else just gets like drafted every day. Yeah. It's, and like, I, like you said, I think everybody gets drafted on the day. So you don't know who you're playing with. You don't know the plays. You don't know <laughs> anything. Like that. Today, they're just going out and flinging whatever is said. And Hey, these are my teammates. What's up y'all? Like that type of stuff. Like it's, it's crazy. It's I think it's, it's cool. For, like you said, it's cool for today's, for anybody that's like uh, that likes to interact on Twitch and stuff like that, for that kind of generation, is perfect, you know. Uh, but for somebody like me, the whole, you know, me and you, we older and like just give me some football so I can watch it. I ain't got time to be. I ain't getting paid. I'm not working to help y'all out, man. I ain't got time for it. <laughs> that's gonna be the biggest thing. Like I get paid for this shit. <laughs> exactly. So where is where is the regular old school NFL racist NFL? I'm with that. You give me all that stuff. I'm down with all that. Yeah, definitely. I'm down with the regular. I'm gonna just turn my TV on, watch the game, curse the curse the game out, yell at the TV, and then uh go about my business when the game is over. Exactly. I don't have time to do all that extra stuff. I'm not logging on to anything unless it's unless it's CBS, uh, NBC, or Fox at night. That's <laughs> the only thing I'm logging on to. The game. That's, that's the only thing you're pulling up. <laughs> yeah, speaking on a Monday. That's it. ESPN on a Monday, Monday morning quarterbacks. Yo, so um, what's up with your guy Takashi? Why is he out here cutting the fool, acting up? Him and Meek Mill about to get into it or do whatever they about to do. Like, why is anybody still giving this dude light? Why is he still prevalent? Like, I don't understand why they, why he hasn't like faded away into non-existence at this point. Oh, not at, not at all, man. It, it was a 
when he was uh when he was locked up and then they got word that he was gonna get out of jail, I said, Oh no, this is the internet age. This is not <laughs> this is not age of like accountability, this is not the age of truth, this is not the age, it's not that it's not that time. No. We basically we just want I'm telling you, this is the age right now we are in the time of fuckery. This is what it is. That's basically what the people are about. And you could tell somebody some outlandish shit about anybody. Put it on the internet, motherfuckers are going to be like, sounds about right. Sounds about One, right. Like, that shit is not true. I was here. Like, you could be like, yo, I saw so-and-so at a gay bar or anything. <laughs> they don't just have a gay bar. It could be anything. Like, just doing some out. And I'm not saying that being at a gay bar is outlandish shit before a uh, heterosexual person, it, you know, that's just like, wait, why, why was, I didn't, wasn't at a gay bar. Like, you know? I and wasn't then, there. It wasn't me. Shaggy style. And nobody will take that to heart. Like people who just want to hear the other part. Like, oh no, you probably was. I, I remember that time you wore a pink pullover shirt. I saw you wearing sneakers that had pink in it. So that means that you have to. <laughs> that you had to be at the gay, gay bar. bar. <laughs> Nobody loves the truth. I think Charlemagne said that before. He was like, "Why say the truth?" Oh yeah, that, that's a, yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to hear the hear the truth when the lie is more entertaining. Or nobody cares about the yeah. truth when the lie is more entertaining. That's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, you can say anything. Oh, I saw him at uh, at a dairy at a dairy farm, and you're like, "Well, that's odd." No, he was at the <laughs> dairy farm actually milking the the ghost and, and doing it all crazy. And you're like, what? Why would I? And then, you know, the other person comes down and explains, but I was never at, I was never fondling any kind of ghosts. I was never was fondling goats. Fondling goats. <laughs> 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 like, nah, I don't believe you, son. You like the now you look like a goat fondler. And then all of a sudden, that's the hashtag under your picture forever. You go fondler. Nobody cares, yo. Nobody cares about the first thing that somebody says about you is the stuff that people just want to believe because it, it sounds funny and it, it sounds crazy. That's so I say all that to say when Takashi came out, he's one of these fuckery people. So he's about fuckery. He's about doing all kinds of dumb shit to just have attention. So when he came out, I was just like, oh, he's, gonna, he's, he's still going to win because at the end of the day, people don't love real and truth and, and, and just regular shit. People want fuckery 24-7, seven days a week. Yeah. And, I, and people should be, like when he does something at this point, people should be like, oh, that's just him acting up. That's just him being silly. But people feed into it and be like, yeah. Yeah, he went off on Meek. Yeah, Meek should have did this, and Meek should have beat him up. And yeah, like first of all, why am I going to fight this dude? Why am I going to hit this dude when it's already well documented that he's a snitch? It's already well documented that he will tell on people. So I go and I hit him, I fight him, then I'm getting locked up, and he's still out here dancing around, prancing, making colorful videos, and cutting up. Like I don't know what people be expecting. Why people expect? Certain individuals to always go the foul route and risk their risk their life, risk their their money and their income over some silly shit. I don't get it. 
Like the whole incident is still, He runs up on him He's like yeah Look at him He's with the police He's a pussy He's got the police with him Like excuse me sir <laughs> How dare you say anything About anybody Being around the police Like you're the last person That should ever say anything About anybody being around the police The people that are, are The people that say That make sure did something um, Clearly don't do anything Like at the end of the day <laughs> You gotta think about it. Meek, well, he came out of prison like a year ago, two years ago, two years ago, something like to that effect, right? Sakashi came out of jail for something related to snitching, like you said, right? Now, I don't know. I've I've been in fights before, but I have yet to have a fight where I had my phone in my hand. <laughs> I haven't yet to do that. Like I've I've been in plenty of fights, but I have yet to ever have my phone. Trying to tape myself to fighting someone. So do I really want to fight if I'm taping and I'm behind a whole bunch of bouncers? Exactly. And is this, you know, like, are people really falling for shit like this? Like, people really fall for this kind of stuff? Like, oh, yeah, the people that fall for this kind of stuff are the people that are still getting, uh, falling for the whole, get an email from some <laughs> uh, African prince. <laughs> to spend 10 grand for no reason or in a day in a day where there's zoom google uh you could do anything you got facetime you got all these things these are the people still getting catfish these are still people making letting these from catfish get money because it's not they were really like you can't still get you still can't be getting fooled by dumb shit like this and, at this and, point if and, you're getting catfished it's your fault you don't need any shine you don't need any shows if you still get catfished you you deserve it go ahead send your sure, money you and your emotions that. away and just suck it up yeah so for people to still get fooled by this kid and I don't knock it because at the end of the day he's these everybody, you know, the people that love his entertainment, they just like, yo, I just love entertainment. No problem. That's fine by me. But anybody that's like, oh, you pussy nigga, you pussy, you should be doing something. Like, really? What, what, is, what is somebody that, what is he going to do? Is he going to jump in between a whole bunch of bodyguards with a kid, with a kid that's holding a phone? <laughs> with a kid that's holding a phone. Like, again, I've yet to see anybody that wants to get in a real fight grab their phone to go take them fight. What are you going to do? Punch with one hand? What are you going to do? They want that first person. They they playing too many video games, man. They want that first person shooter mode. I see how that shit was going to play out. He was going to, he did all that rah-rah shit, right? All of a sudden, I got my phone in my hand. Meek gets out of character, throws a a punch or something to that effect. He Mm -hmm. says, the punch now all of a sudden, Meek got a lawsuit, and he's sitting behind jail. Yep. Just just because he got instigated, just because some guy, some kid instigated him into doing that dumb shit. Then all of a sudden, when he's in jail, you know what everybody says? You a dumb motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> I was just about to say that. So everybody gonna call him stupid. You dummy. How could you let him do that to you? All this other yeah. shit. Stupid. You a dumb motherfucker. You're a dumb motherfucker for not swinging. Go to jail. You're a dumb motherfucker for swinging. <laughs> it's absolutely you know crazy because this dude really is a kid, though. Because Takashi is, what, like 23, 24, somewhere in that age range. So, like, he's still a child in a lot of ways. And yeah. I don't know why people follow up this this child. <laughs> like, he is literally 23, 24. He just, he just became legal to drink not too long ago. 
So why are people still following this dude up and feed into him? But it is the age of the internet. It is the age of entertainment, and everybody just wants something to uh to look at and uh keep their mind off everything else and just laugh and giggle at. But yeah, I'm ready for his time to be over. Like I thought he got quiet after he well, he released a couple of songs when he got out. Then he got real quiet. I was like, oh, good. He's he's going away now. Like his his little thirty minutes of fame, thirty seconds of fame, whatever is over. He'll fade away, and that'll be it. And then he he goes again, popping right back up, doing probably doing something. And I wouldn't be surprised, son, if next week or later on this week, sometime he comes out with some type of song. I wouldn't be shocked. I literally, you know, it's crazy that you say all of this because I I literally today said, man, I guess that whole bipolar saying crazy shit all while and now all that stuff is over. I guess I guess that's over for Kanye. I guess. When you don't have an album now, I guess you, you just happen to keep your mouth shut and you don't have shit to say. Yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> he been real low-key. But when they, yeah, when they get ready to release an album, all the madness starts again. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I guess when you're Kanye, when you don't have shit going, when you don't have an album coming out, I guess some kind of way, magically, all your all of that crazy shit, that goes under wraps. But once you have an album coming out, I guess you have to make sure that you let the world know, hey, I'm wild and I'm over here. I'm wearing, I'm wearing motherfucking bare feet and all kinds of shit. I'm bugging out and slavery <laughs> and all of this. And I guess all of that happens when an album's coming out. But when an album is not coming out, I guess you become sane. I guess all that sane shit, you can happen to keep it under wraps. So yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. You got to bring, you got to bring the attention to yourself. You got to bring the attention to yourself when you're about to do something. So I really wouldn't be surprised if he has some song coming out or some song about to hit YouTube or an album. I don't know. I just know I'm sick of that dude. I'm ready for his time to be up. I think this whole Meek Mill thing was hilarious, and I don't be on Twitter like that, so I don't. I didn't know he uh, the two of them be going back and forth on Twitter. So I don't know. Oh, I didn't know they were going back and forth. I just saw the whole. I just saw like a story, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I guess, yeah, because I. Man, I'm telling you, man, I don't be following these. Uh, I don't follow. Like at the end of the day, two motherfucking a grown ass man and some child is fighting, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> like what I'm saying, like I, I, people be getting up, people be getting, they feel, oh, I can't believe Meek, I can't believe the country. I, I, yeah, yeah. I got another shit going on in my life to worry about these idiots. Somebody spitting <laughs> another person and somebody not retaliating. I don't like. <laughs> I guess, I guess my care level is at a real ultimate low, but I but I understand that you know right now is a time where people are just like yo, I, you know, ain't much to do. Like you can't go out, you can't do whatever, you can't do. You know, well, excuse me, you're not supposed to go out, you're not supposed <laughs> to do all, right? So at the end of the day, you're telling people that you got to find entertainment from somewhere, and if People's entertainment is seeing celebrities go through a bunch of fuckery. Then I'm, you know, I support it. At the end of the day, <laughs> more power to you. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. So last week we was talking about um, we talked about Britney Spears and yeah. shit she had going on. Now I see Justin Timberlake has came out and apologized to her. I guess for what he put her through or how he treated her when they together. But then, yeah, I didn't get. I don't get it, but then in the same, in the same apology, not even like a whole separate apology, the same apology, he apologizes to Janet Jackson. I'm like, wait yeah, a I minute, <laughs> I need I you to give two separate statements because it's completely two different instances. 
I didn't get any of it. I didn't get neither one of them. And then I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to, like, what is going on here? Like, why? Well, I, you know, another thing where I read it and I was like, what is, where, what year is this? 2002? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I saw a story about him apologizing to her. And like you said, I saw him doing about the Super Bowl shit. And I was like, wait a minute. Didn't we go through this already? Didn't we, didn't we go to some this apology tour already? Like, nah, what son. happened? He never, he never apologized for the Janet Jackson joint. He kept saying, oh, it wasn't my fault. Oh, it was a wardrobe malfunction. He had every excuse in the book. He never straight up was like, you know what? My bad. I shouldn't have did it. I'm, I, I abandoned her. When the pressure came on, I should have stood up and supported her. Nope. That dude just went straight like, hey, listen, I don't know what happened. The wardrobe messed up. Is he dying? <laughs> And I think it just made matters worse. Not the, not only was it too little, too late, but then you just kind of like threw her in the pot with some other. Like he was already cooking some. He was like, oh, "Let me throw some of this in the pot too." Like you didn't even give her no like real justification. Straight up, like you know, my bad, Janet. I was tripping. And he's doing the whole like, "Oh, we need we need to treat women good, and we need to love, and I need to learn not to be a sexist." Like, what are you talking about, dude? Well, he just got finished talking about albums coming out. Maybe he got an album coming out. <laughs> I got an album coming out, but I'm just, we, we have to check on this health too, because who the fuck comes out and says this random shit out of nowhere? Like, unless the motherfucker is like, oh, I better get all this shit out before it ends. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Nah, it came out the blue. Well, I think, like, and I know, I, never, I haven't seen the uh, documentary or movie or whatever it is they had about Britney Spears or whatever they had going on, but he seems to be getting a lot of backlash about it. So, whatever but his part. Up. And whatever she had going on, he's getting a lot of backlash. So I was like, I guess he's on something like, ah, let me say something. Let me speak out. Man, he act like he called, you know, I don't even understand. I, I, I get it if, if somebody really, I don't think anybody, like, I know Britney fans are probably going wild and they're just going crazy. Oh, all of this stuff that was going on in the documentary. But, yo, y'all were kids, man. Yo, what, what, 20? One fifteen? I don't know what the fuck. That's <laughs> some shit I was doing when I was fucking sixteen. You think I'm fucking writing some girl about some shit? Uh, I wrote you that letter. I spelled the word. I spelled some words wrong in that letter. I don't want to apologize to you. I know we was in high school. No, motherfucker. Who gives a shit? I'm married with kids. I don't give a fuck about no shit like that. Yeah, that joint is crazy. <laughs> I don't know where he came from with that. Yeah. That is, kept equivalent, that, to himself. that is equivalent to someone calling someone out of the clear blue and talking about, yo, remember when I cheated on you when we were 17? <laughs> and they motherfucking 42? They're like, what the fuck are you calling me for? So, just first of all, I'm married. Don't call my house again. That is equivalent to that shit. Like, yeah. you ain't just got shit from back in the day. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't affect her. I'm pretty sure Brittany's good. 
I'm pretty sure the other shit that's in her fucking documentary is, is way more important than getting an apology from one of her fucking first boyfriends. Yeah, and that was from 2002 they was dating. What are you looking at? Damn, they're 20 years. Look at that. Oh, shit. I know 2002. That's exactly what I said, too. 20 damn years. And <laughs> you come back 20 years later. But yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yo. You get cursed out by some female. You get cursed out by some black lady. You call <laughs> about, yo, yo, I was thinking. First of all, who's this and how'd you get my number? <laughs> new phone who this <laughs> new phone who this I was thinking about when we were 17 and that time that I cheated on you with your cousin yo man I apologize first of all who's this and why are you calling my house I am married and all you hear is click because don't nobody gonna fuck about no shit that happened 20 years ago unless it's some fucking shit that somebody's really going through today you know what I'm saying like yeah, I don't think she's about that. I this don't think. Ah, this hell. There should be, and and she, he's probably, and somebody that loves Justin Timberlake is probably like, well, it was in the documentary. Yeah, because it's a documentary. It was in my fucking life. I have to fucking talk about the shit that was in my life. But I doubt Britney is sitting around in her house like, oh, Justin broke my heart. That's just exactly where all the fuckery is going on. I doubt. I doubt that. And I don't know shit about Britney Spears at all. But I doubt <laughs> that shit that she's fucking focused on. I doubt it. No. And I, doubt I think that's unless you've been left that behind her. Yeah. Just let let it be, man. Let it be. It's one of those. He's one of those situations where you just let it be. Let the people be mad at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that shit when I was fucking in my when I was like seventeen. Calm down. Yeah. Gotta let it go. But before we before we get out of here, so I've been seeing a lot of stuff and we've been talking, me and um me, you, our homeboy Lee and Chris, and there's been a lot of things that we've let slip through our fingers. And before we get out of here, I just wanna keep I just wanna promote that. If you see something or if you thinking of an idea or you think of something you really wanna do, you gotta go with it, man. You gotta Put your all into it. Don't think about it's not the right time. Don't think about you don't have the money. You've got to do whatever you can for that idea and push it hard before somebody else thinks of it and runs with it. And then you're just on the outside looking in like, damn, I missed my opportunity. And I know you got a couple. So I'll give one of mine before you jump into yours. I've always said. There should be a HBCU basketball tournament that they should put together, like maybe maybe six to eight teams. They all meet in a you know neutral location and they play a little mini tournament. This is how they have these um, was like the Maui Invitational, and they have all these other tournaments that are geared towards the major college teams. But there's never no black school, so I was like, yo, somebody should put together a goddamn tournament for the black schools and just play like eight teams on a weekend, somebody gets a trophy, and that be that. And I've always, I've thought about this since I was in the school, since I was in uh, South Carolina State. I was always thought about, I was like, man, this would be an awesome-ass idea. You put these schools against each other, it'll make money. You get somebody like uh, McDonald's or some company to uh, sponsor it, you make a yeah. killing. Because the people are, people are travel to it, people are like, oh, snap, my school is playing, all these black schools playing, one they're gonna try. They're gonna be like, hey, it's it's party time. Of course, 
that's going to be a lot of people like, hey, it's, part, it's a party weekend. Let's get to it. But I think it would just be a great way to showcase those um showcase those talents that normally don't get on TV, don't get on the ESPNs and things like that, things of that nature. But I just never put no money, no idea behind it. I never. I've been around some people that have had some some power and some influence that could have probably put something together, or I could have geared them in the right way to put something together, but never follow through on it. And I'd be damned if goddamn Michael B. Jordan hasn't now come out and said that he's going to do it next year. When I saw him, I saw him talking about it. I was like, "Oh shit!" And everything I just, everything I just explained, he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it up in New Jersey where I'm from. We're gonna have eight teams. They're gonna be invitation. We're gonna have them all there for the whole weekend. We're gonna play a little tournament. Somebody will get a trophy, and it'll be like expos, and they have the colleges there for recruiting to new students and everything." I was like, "Shit, fucking miss my goddamn window." That should have nerved the hell out of me. I I feel your pain. I feel your pain. I, damn, that, that that is a hell of an idea. Uh, shit, I'll be watching. Unfortunately, for, I mean, unfortunately for you, but fortunately for them. <laughs> uh, I definitely had. I, if I was to sit here and tell all the ideas that uh, me, you, and the crew has been talking about and have come to fruition, Man. people people listening to this podcast and would be like, oh, you was an idiot. All right. <laughs> you you was a, a full-fledged idiot. That's what it is. Because uh, I'll say one that has come to fruition. I would say, and we had the conversation back in 2016, uh, and we was on the phone, and I was pitching to you guys, and I said, there needs to be uh app and similar to the apps that are coming out in the last two years, like an HBO app, and they have, they have like a, obviously they have the Disney app, and you have all these apps that are coming out now. I said before then, I said, I just didn't know how to go about it, but I said we need an app for all black television shows. Yeah. All black television shows, like Martin, uh, Fresh Prince, um, they're, you know, obviously all the old ones, One on One, Girlfriend, all of these can be on one app. And also, we would uh, showcase independent, independent artists, independent mm-hmm. movies like that on the same app, and and people it would it would go crazy, you know. People would love it because these are shows that, and it would even go back to days where like had good times and uh, in the Jeffersons. Yo, and I'll be. I remember today. those conversations. Huh? So I remember them conversations, huh? Yeah. It was, uh, Man. I was passionate about that idea. And now we have a whole bunch of, uh, apps that are out. And we don't have a damn VET app that's doing exactly what the hell I explained. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I yeah. missed out on money. At least yeah, four or five. Chilling. It was definitely five to, five to six years ago we had this conversation. Yep. I remember we had that time. We was like, yo, we need to do that. But we just really didn't know. How to go about it, but and at at the fault of us, we didn't we didn't pursue it either. We didn't chase it down to really see how to go about it. We just knew it was a great ass idea, and we knew we couldn't just jump in and do it. We knew it was going to take some legwork, but we just didn't know what legwork was involved, so we didn't follow through. That's but right. had we did, man, yeah, we'd be sitting pretty right now, son. Because it would have been revolutionized. We would revolutionize the game. Like we would beat Netflix to it. 
We would beat everybody to it. Because even then, I don't think Netflix was out yet. I think they were still doing the mail order videos. I don't think they had the streaming yet. They had a little bit of streaming because I remember back in the day, they had a little bit of streaming. But okay. it wasn't like the massive, the massive beast that it is today. No, not even close. Not even close. And I think I called it something. Not, I didn't call it Netflix, but I called it something to like, I was like, I was like trying to explain it to you guys. Like, yeah, I can't remember what you was calling it, but um, it was Black something. Flicks. Yeah, it was something Black like that. It was <laughs> Black Flicks. <laughs> Sound ignorant as hell. But it was something along those lines, though. It was something along those lines. Oh, man. And I just, I knew it was, I knew, I mean, obviously, you knew your idea was going to work, and, and obviously you're saying uh, Michael B. Jordan will be showcasing next year. This is, I'm, I'm telling you guys, everybody that's listening, I'm telling you, this is just one of the ideas that I've come up with that is like, get the hell out of I, I should have recorded our conversation so I could play it and then said the date at the time. Like, this today's date is 2016. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we've had some ideas, and it's good that you're saying that that people should uh, pursue their dreams, no matter how. If you don't know how to do it, you know we got the internet and all that stuff like that. And I had the internet as well. I just didn't. We didn't go about just saying chase it, man. That's what we gotta say, yo, chase it. If you if you know what's gonna pop, just chase it, man. Chase it, figure it out. And I think a, a lot of times people fail because they don't want to share their idea because they think somebody's gonna steal it. But you gotta start at least politicking and um. Get a politic and network so you can get into the position where you can get some information, get around some people who can give you the information for you to achieve whatever it is you're chasing. Cause man, had I did my idea and I thought about the idea, that was back when I was in school. So that was 98, 99. Yo, that thing could be on this goddamn 20th year of running right now. We could have all type of sponsors. Dude, we could be connected to the NBA. We could be kicking in all star week. We could do all type of wild stuff. And with your idea, oh man. People could have brought that idea from us. We could have sold that idea and then started a whole nother two, three ideas. That's yeah. just crazy. You got to chase it. If you want it, you got to chase it. You got to figure out how to get it if you really believe in it. Yeah, you're right, man. It's uh, one of those things. And, and I, ever since uh, I'm living by your your ideas, I mean, living by what you're saying right now, after, after those things, after seeing all these ideas uh, get, uh, picked up or not even but picked up but come to fruition ever since that I'm like alright that's enough I mean that, maybe after the fifth one I was just like alright that's enough that's enough I'm, I'm, I'm sick of seeing everybody and from that point I've been trying to uh, whatever idea I have that I really believe in I've been making sure that I put some effort into it so I, I li- I'm trying to live by what you're saying definitely all right, folks, we out. Holla at y'all next week. As you can see, we're doing it week by week, man. We're going to stay on the ground. We're going to keep the content coming. Try to keep it as fresh as possible to y'all. Be dropping y'all all type of information. And um, what you got, son? You got anything on the, on the outro? Nah, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving uh, the content. I'm loving, I'm loving getting up to the people and speaking to the people. I appreciate everyone that's listening. Um, and like, like D said, we're going to try to do this every week, make sure that we continue to bust out this content and, and giving the people what they want. Hi, we out.